Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. So it's good that old fashioned still works in the world. We've got proof of that. We've had proof for a couple of weeks, and we will show that to you and prove it to you here on FSR. Coming up here in just a couple of moments from now, it is Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so, and we're going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended in Installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So there are some times where we are reminded that old-fashioned is always the best way to go. I didn't realize my wife and I didn't own flashlights until right around Thanksgiving last year. And the power company decided the winds were too high in the area. And they didn't want to start any fires because, you know, fires out here are a big issue uh, in, in, in my neck of the woods. And so they said, well, the winds are too high. They've reached the 40 to 50 mile an hour range. We're going to go ahead and kill everybody's power. So the good news was if there was any Thanksgiving dishes that we didn't really like all that much or anything that we didn't really plan on eating or couldn't get to, don't worry about it because that all got destroyed as it all melted away and turned bad in a refrigerator that already needed to be replaced and definitely needed to be replaced at that moment in time. So don't worry about it. So that's the good news. The bad news was we realized we couldn't see what was happening because we didn't own any flashlights. And you're reminded, well, you're kind of depending on a lot of things around you. Better run to the hardware store, pick up a couple of flashlights, and make sure that doesn't happen again. 
because you can light a candle, but again, in 40 to 50 mile an hour winds, probably not the greatest idea to have to worry about opening up the door. Next thing you know, a candle sparks and it flares up all sorts of concerns. So sometimes old fashioned works. It's great. Like, you know, not everybody owns a, a power drill. Not everybody's got one. I mean, you would assume you'd have one at this point in time. You need to get something done around the house. You know what everybody should have, though? A hammer. Because that you can always depend on. You don't need to worry about a battery-powered drill. You don't have to worry about all that crap. Have yourself a hammer. Get yourself a screwdriver. Just have the simple necessities because I'm telling you, old-fashioned still works. You know where else it works? College football. Want to know how I know that? Because it's worked for two straight weeks. Last week, what happened in Columbus between Ohio State and Michigan? Went into halftime. Ohio State was looking around going, yeah, big deal. So you've thrown deep a a couple of times. You you can't keep that up the whole game. And Michigan's like, yeah, you're probably right. How about we just run the ball down your throat and you can't do anything about it? Yeah, prove it. We just did two years in a row. Do you see what happened in Vegas last night in the Pac-12 championship game? All of a sudden, USC was slicing and dicing. Caleb Williams, Mr. Heisman, by the way, should still win the Heisman. I don't care what happened last night. Best quarterback in college football. I mean, they are rolling. Decided, you know what? We're on fourth and eight. We're going to go for it. That's how confident we are. They got stopped and you're thinking, oh, well, don't worry about it. Because, I mean, listen, our offense, the way we're moving along, Utah can't even do anything with us. And guess what happened? Utah looked around and said, we're going to go ahead and get out the hammer. We're going to get out the screwdriver. We believe you're going to have a power failure and you can't do anything about it. And ran the ball down their throat. They whooped that ass in the second half and it was all old-fashioned physicality no fancy stuff we're going to beat you at the line of scrimmage we're going to run the football and you're not going to be able to do anything about it it's like body blows they always tell you invest to the body early in a fight and it'll pay off dividends later on you maybe don't feel it early on. You're like, oh, okay, that yeah, cool, cool shot. I'm going up top to the head. Next thing you know, it's round six, round seven, round eight, and all of a sudden, you're afraid to lift your arms because they're going to attack your ribs some more. Your cardio starts to diminish. Oldest trick in the book. And that's what we've seen a couple of weeks in a row. And I got to be honest with you, I love it. Because... It's fun to watch a team go up and score 50, 60 points a game. You remember 2018? Remember that Monday night game between the Rams and the Chiefs? They scored like 105 points each. It was crazy. And it was at the old Coliseum because SoFi hadn't been built yet. And everybody was taunting it or, or, you know, flaunting it as and, and touting it as the best football game they've ever seen. Never seen an NFL game like it before. And people thought I was trying to be negative because I went on the air the very next time and I said, yeah, but like, don't you want to see some defense? Like, Don't you want to see like, you know, a couple of stops here or there? Doesn't that still work? Doesn't that still play? And in the same season, 
that Rams team that scored 50-plus points in primetime on the Kansas City Chiefs went to the Super Bowl and got completely shut down by Belichick and the Patriots. And it was great to watch because it showed you old-fashioned still works. It still works at home, and it still works in football. And we've seen it two weeks in a row that it's worked in college football. Congrats to Utah, who win the Pac-12 championship. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app, and you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. I also want to mention this. So, And, and I'm going to do you a favor. You don't realize you need this favor done. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to act. You know, because there's been a lot of that going on. You know, a lot of people pretending and acting like they're soccer fans and, and soccer enthusiasts. And they know everything about U.S. soccer. And they're all over your Twitter timeline or on social media talking about U.S. soccer. Listen, we all wanted USA to win. Guess what happened? They didn't. And it's not a surprise. They lose to the Netherlands, not a surprise. But I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to come on here and pretend like I'm Mr. Soccer Guy and all of a sudden I'm going to break down their goalkeeping over the last four years. It's not happening. In fact, I know more about Italian soccer than I do U.S. soccer. That's just the truth. Brutally honest. I know more about Italian soccer than I do U.S. soccer because one of my best friends is full-blooded Italian. His dad is straight from Italy, and they taught me Italian soccer as I was growing up. But I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, my God, uh, the U.S. should have done this, and I was really, really concerned with their schematics going into the second. Not happening. Here's what I will say. What we saw from U.S. soccer has nothing to do with soccer at all in this country. It doesn't. Listen, we all hope it gets better. It's slowly getting better. The MLS has grown. The interest, the participation has grown. And I love the big events. I love the World Cup, the Euro Cup. Those are fun to watch. Not knocking it at all. But what we saw from U.S. soccer proves something that has nothing to do with soccer. It proves that we cannot get enough of live sports. Bro, that game started before 7 a.m. out here on the West Coast on a Saturday. My brother owns a sports bar slash restaurant. They had people there at the door waiting for the game to start, and they don't open for five hours. They did today. But it just goes to show you, throw a live sporting event on, and we're good. All is taken care of. Why are these TV contracts going up so much? Cord cutting is is at an all-time high because we can't get enough. We can't. You ever been in like a room full of kids? I have a buddy who's got a daughter. And she's like three years old. And she can navigate on her iPad better than I can. And I said to him, yeah, you know, I, I don't want my son to go down that road. No offense, but I don't want him, you know, burying his face in a computer or burying his face in a phone. I, I just, I'm, I'm not into it. And he says, oh, yeah, keep saying that when they're acting up and nothing else is working and you got to get something done. 
Sometimes you got to put on a movie, it'll keep them entertained, and that way you can go and get something that you need done. Got to wash the dishes, throw on Cocoa Melon. Got something you need to do, got to take out the laundry, got to take out the trash, throw on Dino Ranch, or whatever the hell it's called. Bluey, all the other ones that are out there. Sometimes you got to keep, that's how we are as adults. Hey, you want to keep an adult entertained? Throw on a live sporting event. And while you're at it, throw a cocktail in front of them. We're good. That's all we need. I don't give a crap if it's soccer, baseball, of course football. You could throw the NBA on. We talked about it last week. The Cowboys Giants had 42 plus million people watching on Thanksgiving. <laughs> like the bigger question is not the number of people watching. What the hell were the rest of those losers who weren't watching doing? What were you doing? Hanging out with your family? What are you doing? Like carving up the turkey so you could set aside sandwiches the next day? Get a life. Watch sports. The rest of us are doing it, and this is another example of why we still do. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so we're gonna have the usuals coming up later on. We got another edition of Do You Care. We're also gonna have some Knox locks in hour two. Really, really disappointing performance last week. We'll get into all that. We're going to have the scraps. It's all yours. A two-hour extravaganza again until we take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. But there is an NFL story that's got a harsh dose of reality attached to it, and you are going to have to deal with it. I'll tell you what that is next. Stop the hammering. Stop the hammering out there. Who's... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Never heard this Christmas song. This is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That'll be on your Monday show, Jonas. I know you can't wait. Uh, so Danny, uh, who is back with us here, uh, this has been an ongoing joke for a couple of weeks with Sam. We were asking where the Christmas music was because back in the day, it used to be done like the day after Thanksgiving. That's right. I remember and, that. And then Sam, <laughs> he got frustrated because he's like, no, nah, we haven't gotten the email yet. There's no Christmas music. So then... I text Brady on Monday because Sam was with us earlier in the week. And I go, uh, I go, hey, uh, I'm giving Sam a hard time. Just start asking about the Christmas music. And Sam had had enough. So he just started playing. He started playing the most god awful Christmas music that he could possibly Whitney find. Whitney Houston? That's not, that's the best Christmas music. That's pretty rough, dude. Hey, hey, come on. Well, you're not man. getting any Christmas music until I'm forced to do so. Okay. Ah, jeez. You don't, you don't got to take, take it out on me. I like chipmunks roasting on an open fire. Songs like that. Yeah, all like the classics, man. Like, let's, I, I want to hear the classic comedy Christmas yeah, songs. Yeah, like all of that. So what about... Um, 
You're a ho, ho, ho. What about the police stole my car? Is that oh, what yeah, it is? Yeah. <laughs> police stole my car. <laughs> yeah, or, or something like that. I don't know if it's police stole my car. I want to be clear here. <laughs> we'll figure out the lyrics on that. But uh, but yeah, all, all the good stuff is coming up here. We'll so have we're plenty looking of time forward to that. Don't worry. Um, uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, is Antonio Brown still in a standoff with police? Have we gotten an update on that? What the hell's going on? They're camped outside his house yesterday. I'm looking everywhere for an update. I can't get a damn update on Antonio Brown. At some point, is he going to run out of either booze or food or whatever else is going on there? I mean, Jesus. Can we get a conclusion on this? All right. Uh, you can get me on Twitter, by the way, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. But, you know, it, there's a lot of game going on this weekend. A lot of game going on. We got a Big 12 championship game currently underway. We've got other conference championship games that are taking place later on. You still got some soccer out there. We got some NFL, so you're probably going to tailgate. So why not? Let's welcome you into our tailgate, the Fox Sports Radio tailgate, presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. So I don't know if anybody was aware of this. Oh, by the way. We're going to keep it positive here. Uh, We're going to give out our TGG or TGFG, if you will, game of the week coming up here in about 10 minutes from now. So stick around for that. We're handing out an award on the show. You're probably thinking to yourself, well, it's a Saturday show. Nobody cares about your award. Well, kiss my ass. We're going to make somebody care about it. And we're handing out another award coming up in about 10 minutes from now. But I will say this. There is a game going on this weekend, and it's a game that involves a couple of bad football teams. But they're not our thank God for gambling game of the week because there is a storyline attached to it. It's a little bit of a reunion, and I'm not sure if anybody's aware of it. But Deshaun Watson is back, and he's taking on his former team, the Houston Texans, at 1 Eastern time in Houston coming up tomorrow. Now, you're probably thinking, well, why are we even talking about a four-win team against a one-win team? It's week 13. we got great matchups going on. Oh, no, 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 no. None with a storyline like this. No, 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 no. And when Deshaun Watson steps up to the podium this week and is being asked question after question about, well, why'd you do this? Or why'd you? And he's saying things like, well, you know, I, I took the settlement because I just wanted to get back to play and I just wanted to, get, but I want to keep it with just football related questions. All I want is football related questions. None of the off the field stuff. When Deshaun Watson's throwing that all out at you, a lot of people are going to be sitting and I was doing the same thing going, Dude, how many times can you fail miserably at the mic when asked about what's going on? This is at least the third time this has happened. At least the third time that he has spoken publicly that you look at him and go, how could you miss by that much? And then I just sat back and I realized, what does it matter? Like, seriously, what does it matter? What is he possibly going to say at this point in time that's going to change anything? At a certain point, we've all just got to come to accept the harsh reality that is Deshaun Watson was suspended for 11 games. That's the number of games they settled on. Now, it's a little bit odd that it would just be 11. Why not 10? Why not 12? Why not the entire season? It just happens to be 11. And wouldn't you know it, it's against his former team, the Houston Texans. I mean, just at a pure coincidence, 11 is the number we settled on. Yeah, well, there's been so many 11-game suspensions going around. You know, a nice even number like 11. 
I can, that, that's great. While you're at it, why don't you just make it 11 and a half next time? You know, do a college football day. Remember when Johnny Manziel got suspended for the first half of a game? It's like, we're really going to lay the hammer on this guy. Enough is enough. What's the suspension like? A half game. But here we are. And at a certain point, we've all just got to come to terms with the fact that the dude's playing. He didn't get suspended for any longer. He's playing against his former team. You can probably think he's a scumbag and a weirdo and he does weird things and the guy likes to, you know, adventure down odd paths. You see some of the details of of his interactions with some of the massage therapists. There seems to be a common theme here. He wants to show how flexible he is. It's weird. Guy's a weirdo. We all agree on it. Now, I don't know what he's got going on on social media because he has blocked me. Why? I'm not sure. I feel like we've been fair and balanced. I feel like we've really broken this whole thing down. But for some reason, not a fan. That's okay. Jonas. That's okay. But he's here and he's playing. And it's like we keep asking him all these questions. He's not going to give you anything. It's just not happening. One of the reporters asked him a couple of days ago in Cleveland, they said, well, when do you think you might answer questions about non-football stuff? Like, I, I don't know. What do, you, what do you mean? Like, for all intents and purposes, it's over. He's back. Now, the scene in Houston, I think, is going to get a little bit steamy. I don't know who told Tony Busby it was a good idea to let everybody know that he and 10 of the accusers are going to be in a suite at the game. I'm not quite sure who thought that was a good idea. I really don't know. I'd love to know what went behind the decision-making with Tony Busby and the 10 women that said, you know what we want to do? We want to go to a football game. Which one were you thinking? You want to go like uh, SEC championship game? You want to go, uh, what are you thinking? Like uh, the Big Ten title game in Indianapolis? I mean, look, Michigan, Purdue. I mean, what are you, like, what are we thinking? Like, what are, you, what are you looking at here? No, no, no. We want to go to an NFL game. Well, you picked the right weekend. I mean, we got Dolphins, Niners. I mean, there's Chiefs, Bengals. You know, I mean, if you want to go to Sunday night in Dallas, I mean, there's Colts, Cowboys. Or what? You want to wait till Monday night. Nice little NFC South battle. You want to see the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, play the New Orleans. And Saints, whose former quarterback may or may not have been struck by lightning. I mean, what do you want to do? Which game do you want to go to? And they say, no, 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 no. We want to go to Browns, Texans. Oh, you mean the worst matchup on paper of the season? What's that for? Yeah, we just want to show our faces and let everybody know that we are still here. Who the hell thought this was a good idea? Seriously. Like, who... Who thought this would look good for anybody? And I'm thinking to myself, why is Busby doing this? Why are the women why do the women want any part of this? Why would you want to be anywhere near this guy? Or like at all, ever again? And then I realized, oh, the whole thing's a disaster. It's not just them. It's not the whole situation tomorrow. It's not the reaction from the fans that'll be there. It's not the number of tailgates that will have a massage table out in front of them. And you know that's going to happen. By the way, he's lucky he didn't make his return at Buffalo. Could you imagine what those fans would have done? Could you imagine what they would have done with the massage tables they were going to bring to the tailgates? Like, I was thinking, man, all of it's... And then I go back to the root of the problem and the root of the issue. 
the NFL's decision to willingly put themselves in a position to have all of this go on in his first game back against his ex. From start to finish, this whole thing has been a disaster. From Deshaun Watson's decision-making and the stuff he did, which is at the top of the list, to the way that he handled it afterwards, to the Houston Texans' involvement, to the Browns giving him $230 million guaranteed, to the NFL's weak-ass suspension, to the NFL deciding this was the game we wanted it to take place, to Tony Busby turning it into another PR move so he could show up at a sweet... All of this from start to finish has been a disaster. But the sad fact is, here we are. He's back. Ask all the questions you want. It ain't going to change anything. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's coming up next. We are going to have ourselves an award. An award we are going to hand out. It is conference championship weekend. You're thinking to yourself, well, no, no, they're handing out all the awards on television. Why would I need to listen to radio? No, 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 no. Not an award like this. We'll hand that out next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, make some noise for the great Nick Cope. Thank you, Jonas. We got a wild one now in the Big 12 championship game. Out of the locker room at halftime, Kansas State just kept right on rolling. Here's Will Howard into the middle and deep. Catching it in the end zone. Touchdown. It's R.J. Garcia. R.J. Garcia for the score. He's not played a whole lot this year, but he gets a touchdown here. It's his first of the year, the first of his career, and only his seventh career catch. Wyatt Thompson from Learfield on the call. So that made it 21-10. Kansas State forces a three and out, but then they muff the punt. TCU scores three plays later, a gift for the Horned Frogs. So now it's 21-17 Kansas State. Still got a bunch of time left. They are about halfway into the third quarter. In the MAC championship game, they're inside three minutes to play in the third. Toledo leads Ohio 10-7. Multiple reports say Colorado is closing in on hiring Deion Sanders to be their next coach. CBS and Denver reports that the University of Colorado Regents have a meeting scheduled tomorrow morning to discuss the hire, and it's the only time they've had a Sunday meeting on the board all year. At the World Cup, the U.S. is out, and they fall 3-1 to the Netherlands in the round of 16. Christian Pulisic thought there was more to be had for the U.S. I'm really proud of this team, how far we've come. You know, I hope we showed a lot of people what we can do, and uh, really is a shame. I thought, you know, we, we deserved more from this tournament, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, we couldn't get it done, but uh, I think there's a lot of things we can be proud of. So the U.S. is done. The Dutch will face the winner of Australia and Argentina, which is currently scoreless in the 32nd minute. You can watch that on Fox. In the NFL, Broncos defensive back Kwan Williams has been downgraded to out for tomorrow's game against the Ravens. Denver receiver K.J. Hamler was just placed on injured reserve, having a setback with his hamstring injury. Giants receiver Kenny Galladay now questionable with an illness. Right guard Mark Glowinski also questionable with a back injury for New York. Titans running back Hassan Haskins has been downgraded to out. In baseball, reports say the Orioles have reached agreement on a one-year deal with former Philly starting pitcher Kyle Gibson, and reports say Pirates outfielder Brian Reynolds has requested a trade. Now let's go back to Jonas Knox. Thank you, Nick. By the way, Dick, do you celebrate Christmas? I do. Okay. Have you bought a tree yet? I do not have space for a tree in my apartment. Otherwise, I might. I've got a nice little three-and-a-half, four-foot-tall fake one. Okay. But, um... 
when I have the space, I, I think I will. I feel like you got to do it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, you got to do it. But here's the thing. You are in a perfect spot. And let me tell you why. The cost of trees. I've heard. Is astonishing. <laughs> and how, I, I can't even believe it. How much did, did you get one? Bro, they're like a, a six foot tree is $90. I ain't paying for that. Like, and that's, and that's on the low end. Like I've talked to people about it, like, babe, man, like, does this seem normal? Like, oh, where'd you go? Like, wait, what? I, I, I'm on to something? Like, that's that's the way. Like, I Iowa Sam, <laughs> Iowa Sam, by the way, used to work at a Christmas tree lot. He held him hostage for yeah. tips at one point. Nope, uh, didn't, couldn't take lot. tips. It okay. was all for charity. Sam, how, back when you were working at a tree lot, yeah. how much would a six or seven foot Christmas tree cost you? Um, they Back in the day, I would say that it ranged between 50 to 75. Okay, and that's for a cut like, it down yourself uh, no, no, it? this is already cut. I would give them a fresh cut and tie it to the top of their car. Um, okay. And so these were really good trees from Michigan. And uh, yeah, so I mean, 50 to 75 for like a Fraser fir, a Douglas fir. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So those are like legit trees. And those nowadays would probably be $4,000. Like yeah. if, if I'm doing the math here on, on how the economics work and how the inflation works on this, it is shocking, man, like what, what, what trees are going for. And so I always mocked like people that had fake trees. Like, oh, my God, you got a fake one. You got to, oh, your tree's not a, it's, it's not an eight footer and it's not. Re-. And now I'm looking around going, no, that might be the move. Like, I, I think Nick's on to something. Like, I swear, it is the amount of money they're charging for trees. And here's, here's the worst part. You know who's going to take it and you know who's going to get screwed in all of this? The people working at the tree lot. Because those guys are working for tips. And you know people are going to be paying out of their you-know-what for these trees. And they're going to go ahead and short these guys on the tip afterwards. All right? And I know, Sam, you've been shorted on a tip lugging a Christmas tree around. <laughs> I it really, a de- yeah. It's a demoralizing feeling. Yeah, I have a kind of a theory on this. Um, is that the, the, West, the West Coast just does not have the same access to fresh Christmas trees that like the Midwest and the Northeast does. Or like in big cities, you just get gouged. It's a racket. You got to go. You got to go buy from a charity. Come yeah, it's. I mean, well, listen. I mean, and also tip. Tip the guys working at the tree lot. All right, I've worked at a tree lot many times, and and there's nothing worse than lugging a tree out to a car, tying it up. Your hands are cold. You get it all done, and all of a sudden they say thank you, and they hand you a wad of something, and you open it up, and it's like a, a half used gift certificate to some pizza shop that's been closed for two years. It's an awful feeling, and if you're one of those people, you are a pos. All right, chip in. In. All right, help out these guys working at the tree lot. All right, let's go live to our I've got a thought on more Christmas tree coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Nick Cope for the latest. Okay, well, listen, he's still uh, we are still gathering information on the the latest details on the surge of Christmas tree prices here at Fox Sports Radio. So we will get to more of that here coming up throughout the course of the show. All right. Uh, we are going to have another edition of Do You Care? Sorry, a little miscommunication. there. <laughs> no, what he does have is he does he have time for the breaking news? No, no, no. Oh, he does. Okay. Okay. All right. It, it's All from right. the World Cup. Oh, okay. So we were going to have some breaking news after the break then? Yes. All right. So I have a sticker. So we got some breaking news. Breaking news coming up in about, uh, you know, a little over five minutes from now. But it is time. It's award time here on Fox Sports Radio. We do it every single week because we don't want to leave anybody out here. We want everybody to get a little bit of shine. It is time for the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week. And it goes to... Oh. 
Jaguars and Lions. Yeah, and this is an even money bet, a pick em in a lot of places. And you're probably thinking to yourselves, well, how dare you pick on the Jaguars and the Lions? Both of these organizations are on the rise. The Detroit Lions are actually winning games, and the games they're not winning, they're competitive in. You saw hard knocks. Who doesn't love Dan Campbell? I love Dan Campbell. Everybody loves what's going on there. And what about the Jacksonville Jaguars? Doug Peterson comes in. All of a sudden, Trevor Lawrence is wheeling and dealing. He was fantastic last week against the Baltimore Ravens. They just won that game. And you're looking at me, and you're staring at your listening device right now, your radio, your app, whatever you're listening on, and you're thinking to yourself, how could you go back to the tired old excuse and the tired old trick of picking on the Jaguars and the Lions for the thank God for gambling game of the week. And my response to you would be each team's four and seven. That ought to show you how bad it's been for these organizations. They are four and seven. And people are looking around like, oh my God, they're on the rise. The three games up under 500. They're going to finish under 500, both of them. Yes, you feel better about the direction of these teams, but we're handing out awards. We're not looking at the future. We're looking at at the present. And right now, four and seven Jacksonville at four and seven Detroit. A one Eastern Time kickoff on Fox. That is our Week 13. Thank God for gambling game of the week. So congratulations to all involved. A trophy of some sorts is somewhere in the mail. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so coming up next, we got some breaking news in the world of sports. Plus, we're going to have another edition of Do You Care? It's all yours right here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up, uh, we'll call it about 15 minutes from now. Top of next hour, we're going to have some Knox Locks. All right, Knox Locks for Week 13. Kind of an interesting week. There are games that I like, but I don't have the balls to put money on. So we'll get into that for you here. Uh, I have identified three that I'm going to go ahead and ride this Sunday in the NFL. And who knows, maybe even this Monday. But we'll uh, let you know what that is coming up here. Again, a little over 10 minutes from now. Top of next hour here. Uh, we're also going to have another edition of do you care coming up momentarily but we do right now turn it over to nick cope who's got some breaking news in the world of sports breaking news from fox sports got a couple things to hit on here for you jonas first uh really both forms of football at the world cup argentina taking on australia and who else but messi would score for argentina messi's pass and he gets it back Lionel messi that is what he does So that makes it 1-0 Argentina. They're approaching halftime. You can watch that on Fox. And then in American football, the Rams have put quarterback Matthew Stafford on injured reserve. In all likelihood, Jonas ending his season. Yeah, it's, I mean, listen, it felt like we were going to head down that direction anyways. It's been, look, I, I've said it. This is the worst post-Super Bowl winning season in the history of the NFL. Like the last team to not make the playoffs who won a Super Bowl the previous year was the Broncos in 2016. But Peyton Manning had just retired and still they finished nine and seven. This has been a disaster from start to finish for the Rams. It started on the Thursday night opener against the Bills and it just continued on. They couldn't catch a break injury-wise. 
otherwise. Cooper Cup, Stafford, the Cam Akers thing was weird. Aaron Donald's now banged up. He's never missed a game due to injury until this year. So it just felt like we were heading down this road. Uh, it's been a rough year for Sean McVay, and now you just wait to see what next year is going to look like and whether or not you know those group of guys are going to want to do this again and come back or if the window's closed. I think the window's closed. I think they've probably reached their peak, but say what you will, it's been successful. They got to a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl. So whatever their strategy was, it worked. They got their ring, and now you move on. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for something we do every single week, and it's called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to a man who's better than the rest of us because he spent two weeks in Hawaii. He's none other than the great Danny G, the greatest pipes in all of radio. DG, what's happening? Yeah, it's the first uh, vacation I've had in two years. I don't know if I'm better than anybody. How's that tan coming oh, along? Oh, dude, it was not. It's already fading away, though. Yeah, it's a bummer. I know. Well, at least you don't get burnt like I do. My pale ass just fries. <laughs> Let's start in the NFL. Josh Allen wore one of Brian Robinson's friends' dumb, huge hats after the Thursday night victory over New England. Do you care? <sighs> I do. I love it. I love it. Because I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get what the... It's got to be like a it. gag. It's got to be like, hey, let's make people think this is an actual fashion statement. Who the hell wants one of those? Like, I don't... I really don't understand. Like, I was, I was in Cancun. My buddy's bachelor party was awful uh, a couple... A few years ago. And it was just... The resort was terrible. It just the accommodations. The food was bad. It was brutal. We could not wait to get the hell out of there and get home. And I remember we were, my buddy and I were sitting in the Cancun airport. And we bought a couple of sombreros that are so obnoxiously big and wore them through the airport because we were so fed up with the trip that we'd had enough. So we've spent like 20, 25 bucks on these sombreros and brought them home. And it seemed like a great idea until we got them on the plane. And it was like, this is too awkward. These are too difficult to carry around. And they're in like a storage closet somewhere because they make no sense. I think they're smaller than these hats. Danny, am I missing something? What is the thing with these hats? You're right, and then somebody's going to have to invent one of those cases you can yes. buy at a store like Lids for a normal hat, but now for a big-sized hat, and that's going to be your carry-on. It's a suitcase. Like, you need a suitcase for this hat. I just, I don't understand it, but I, I hope they make enough money to where they can invest in another idea, because this one just doesn't make any sense to me. Next! <laughs> All right, Kyler Murray got ripped on a podcast by former teammate Patrick Peterson. Do you care? <sighs> Not really. I it like like I don't know what Patrick Peterson said that was really that much of a surprise. Like Kyler Murray kind of reminds me a little bit of the Jay Cutler narrative to where it was bad body language, teammates don't like him, they don't like his reaction, he's never accountable, et cetera, et cetera. There was a lot of that on Jay Cutler early in his career, right or wrong. I, I think some of that was overblown, but I just don't I, – I, I don't know why anybody would be surprised by that. You saw him yell at Cliff Kingsbury. You saw the – you heard the awkward interview he had with Dan Patrick on Fox Sports Radio before he got drafted. It just – it feels like this is where we're at. I'm just curious to see whether he or Cliff and both are, are both back next season for Arizona. Next. Only half of the Broncos team showed up to Russell Wilson's birthday party that was thrown by his wife, Sierra. Do you care? 
Not really. I, I mean, look, I, I, that's another one where you look at and you go, I, I think we've all kind of figured out he's a little bit of a weird guy. Like he's just, he, it, Russell Wilson's kind of a weirdo and nobody knows whether or not he's genuine. Nobody knows whether or not like his, his TikTok videos, his Mr. Unlimited, his uh, re- announcing his return to Seattle while laying in bed with Sierra. Like all of that stuff. The guy, we he's a weird a guy. He, yeah, he feels like he, he just tries too hard. And there's a lot of guys who probably don't want any part of that. Next. All right. Before piecing out on Twitter, Kanye continued his nonstop <laughs> meltdown by tweeting that his then wife, Kim Kardashian cheated on him with Chris Paul. Do you care? Yeah, I do. Because it's like like Kanye West. You talk about burning bridges. You you talk about a guy who said, you know what? I got enough money and I'm just going to let it all fly with no regard to anything. Wasn't he on Alex Jones's podcast or whatever that is? Was he wearing like a mask? Yeah. Like for like covering up his and like he went on like wearing like a ski mask or something. Dude, and then he just drops that one. So it's like Chris Paul's minding his own business, you know, probably getting up a couple of jump shots or he's doing another State Farm commercial and next thing you know he opens up Twitter and all of a sudden he's being accused of having an affair on his wife with Kim Kardashian. The whole thing's bizarre, but that's Kanye West for that's you. That's my wife now, you're talking about, Now we about, get man. to see how the hell that plays out next. Next! <laughs> all right, finally, we are forced to play Christmas music here at the network starting Monday. Do you care? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't give a rat's ass. Because let me tell you something. And nobody else is willing to call anybody out on it. I don't care. When bad music is played at this network, I'm the one who has to say the harsh things that nobody else wants to say. When bad music is played and picked at this network, I'm the one who calls it out. Nobody else does. I'm the one who calls it out. So finally, we are going to have some consistency. We're going to have some great music. It's going to be the classics. It's going to be all the stuff you grew up with. You're going to feel all warm and fuzzy inside with snow flurries outside in certain parts of the country. Not the crap from Iowa that Sam plays. I hate that song. So we've got ourselves the potential of pissing off a lot of people in the world of sports and in the world of media and a lot of fan bases out there. We will get into that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack. The way tire buying should be. So we first want to start off on a positive note here because there's a lot of people out here who just feel like, you know what? All you are is negative. All you are, even though we handed out an award, you felt like it was a little bit snarky. You know, you pick it on the Jaguars and the Lions like everybody else does. Not true. Not true at all whatsoever. But there's some people out there who accuse us of being a little bit too negative on this show. Well, you have a, you have a segment called Do You Care where you mock storylines. Uh, you told everybody they're, they're a bunch of fake U.S. soccer fans, which they are. Wasn't telling any, any lies here. Not spinning any yarns or telling tales. A lot of fake U.S. soccer fans showed up all of a sudden. Now, it could be worse. You could be paid actors in Qatar. 
to make up some of those crowds. So again, just just speaking realities here, just talking truths. It's all we're trying to do. But we did want to showcase some positive stuff here. Like David, who tweets into the show. Jonas, you USC bleep-sucking twink like the rest of the LA media fan bitches getting to see your fraudulent beep getting smashed by a bleep Utah squad again. Fight on, F-boy. He said that? Tony writes in, Joni, go paint your busted, riddled fingernails like your boy toy Caleb Williams so you can enjoy bleeping each other like the bleep pirate flamers you both are. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter is where you can see the unedited versions of those. <laughs> you know what I love about that? When you, whenever you read tweets, we have no idea what to dump and what to leave on the air. <laughs> hey, do I do? I think I do a pretty good job of, of keeping it as clean as I can, but still get the point across. Okay, there is there is. You said that it's very tricky. All right, if you've seen these tweets, they can be very very tricky, and so uh, I, I do my best to try and give you the the uh, you know the the stuff that we can read on the air. But if you want to see the unedited versions again, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and trust me, I'm not like one of these losers who's begging for followers. You don't have to follow me. I don't care. I really don't care. Don't care about check marks. Don't care about blue turquoise check marks whatever they are don't care about followers you want to check it out you can if not that's fine happy holidays go hang out in a mall waste your money on something all right so we are going to have another edition of Knox lock speaking of wasting money but i did want to mention this as you're sitting here watching tcu the third ranked team in the country down 11 28 17 is the score to kansas state in the big 12 title game uh approaching 11 minutes left in that game so it doesn't look great for tcu right now obviously not out of it you've seen them in late game situations you saw what happened in baylor and, and all that stuff so it's still very much alive but kansas state has outplayed them to this point TCU, uh, they're struggling a little bit, and Kansas State is feeling better and better about their chances to win a Big 12 championship game. And then you saw what happened to USC last night, and USC losing to Utah, and we talked about it earlier in the show, and we said, look, that was an old-fashioned football game. That was the more physical team won that game. USC was rolling. It was high-flying. Caleb Williams was awesome. And then Utah realized, let's make an adjustment. Let's stop him on fourth down, and let's grind this out. And that's exactly what happened. USC couldn't stop the run. Utah was making plays, and they battered Caleb Williams. Physical football played out, and it won like it has. And it's it's the one thing that has stood the test of time. Can you run the football? Can you be more physical? If you can, you're going to have success, and Utah did. So here's what what, what happens. So the fourth-ranked team of the country is USC. They're out of the playoff. If TCU, the third-ranked team of the country, loses, then the conversation becomes more interesting because now you see, well, a lot of people out there are thinking that TCU, even if they lose this game with their resume and their record, they should still be in the top four. And look, TCU's been great. There was a stretch during the season where TCU beat four-ranked opponents four weeks in a row. Nobody else did that in college football. TCU did. You can go back and look and say, well, what about, are those teams really legit or was that just their ranking at the time? Whatever it was, part of the reason why those teams aren't ranked where they were at the time is because they lost to TCU. 
So, like, we we can go back and try and reverse engineer their strength of schedule and all that all we want. It, it I, To me, TCU's proven themselves. But while I agree that TCU deserves to be in even if they lose this game, and it would be great for the program and great for what they're building there, I'm going to be a little bit of a snob, all right? Ohio State is going to get in. That seems pretty obvious. And Ohio State just got absolutely pistol whipped by Michigan at home last week. But Ohio State is going to be in. And it does set up the possibility. And again, I'm just, you know, we're just having conversations here. And I'm just telling you what would be kind of ideal. It does set up the possibility that maybe Alabama could maybe kind of possibly sneak in. I'm just saying. Because, and, and there's some people out there that are going to say, no, 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 Alabama does not even play for their conference championship game. They don't deserve to get in, and they certainly don't deserve to get in over Tennessee who already beat them. Okay. Did you see Tennessee against South Carolina? Uh, not great. Got absolutely annihilated. And, and so when you look at that and you go, yeah, but they beat Alabama head-to-head. Okay, but Alabama's lost by one point and by three points on the road at Tennessee. Like, what are we really talking about here? Alabama's got two losses by a combined four points against two top 10 teams. Tennessee got annihilated by South Carolina, and their best player, Hendon Hooker's out for the season. Like, you can, you can say injuries don't matter. They absolutely do, especially in this case where you're trying to project who's the best team right now. And if TCU loses this game, I would argue the two best teams remaining, if it's not going to be USC, and if it's not going to be TCU making up three and four, the two best teams remaining are Ohio State and Alabama. And it'll cause some some concern and controversy, and people will say, this is why we need the college football playoff. They've screwed it up again. All, okay, but then why don't we just sit and pretend that that's what happens and think about this. You're potentially looking at Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Alabama in a college football playoff. It's hard to argue those aren't the four best teams in the country. Like, you want to talk about legit blue blood, top of the food chain programs? It's hard to argue you could do any better than Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Alabama. And also, it would be all Big Ten, all SEC. And if we're going to be honest here... Those have been the two best conferences in college football for a number of years. That's just the truth. So, I don't know if that's how it plays out. I think TCU is going to get a little bit of love, and they're going to look at them and say, well, this is their only loss, and it was a conference championship game, and that means more. But I think we all realize Ohio State's probably getting in. But if TCU does lose this game and it gets any worse for TCU, it does open up the door for a little more chaos, and I think it would be fun to watch. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so let's take a look back at Knox Locks from last week because I'd like to apologize. I was feeling pretty confident about where we were, honest to God. I was feeling like, you know what? We're on the verge here. One game under 500. 
a, you know, some back-to-back weeks. You know, I felt like uh, I felt like we were really rolling here. I felt like you know that this is we are on to something. Like we have got we have found our groove. Two and one, two and one. It seemed like we were on the move. We were ready to rock and roll. And then all of a sudden, week twelve popped up. And I thought it was a good idea to trust the Bears, even with a backup quarterback. Now, it wasn't official Justin Fields was ruled out of that game. I'm still going to wear it. I thought the Bears could be somewhat competitive against the New York Jets. They were getting seven to seven and a half points on the road. They were not. That game was a wipeout. I I thought there was no way the Denver Broncos, with all that talent they've got, were going to go on the road at Carolina and, and, and not be competitive. I just didn't believe it. I didn't believe it whatsoever. Oh, no, I should have believed it because that's what happened. I took the Broncos minus one. That was a loss. Thank Christ for the Kansas City Chiefs, the biggest favorite of the weekend, a 15 to 15 and a half point spread, depending on which book you were shopping at. Thank God for Kansas City. It was an ugly cover and an ugly big spread cover, but Kansas City got it done, saving me from a zero and three weeks. So I went one and two. That puts me, I mean, this is disgusting. 16, 18, and two for the season. Not ideal, but there's still time, and there's still week 13. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox Lock. Steelers at Falcons. I like Atlanta in this game. Like, I, something about this doesn't make any sense to me. Why was Pittsburgh favored earlier in the week? Like a a couple of days ago, Pittsburgh was like a one and a half point favorite in some places. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Because they just won at Indianapolis? Indianapolis stinks. Indianapolis has been a mess all season. Like, yeah, Kenny Pickett played well, but the idea that all of a sudden on a short week you trust Kenny Pickett, a rookie quarterback, to go on the road at Atlanta. And look, Atlanta's defense is nothing to to, to brag about. I get all that. But it's still, in my mind, a difficult spot for a rookie quarterback to go back on the road against a Falcons team that is much better than anybody expected this season. I like Atlanta and the fact that they're getting one, one and a half, two points in some places earlier in the week at home. I'll take my chances. Give me the Falcons at home. Jets at Vikings. Oh, I'm taking Minnesota here. Come on now, please. You mean the three points? Vikings minus three. Look, if this were 2020. Kirk Cousins would get COVID and be ruled out of this game. Want to know how I know that? Because the Jets always play backup quarterbacks. Look at their season. They've played like five or six backup quarterbacks throughout the season. Okay? Everybody's excited about Mike White. The Vikings defense, and specifically their pass defense, is not ideal. I get all that. But I still like this spot for Kirk Cousins and company. Plus, it's one Eastern time. You know, he's starting to feel himself. You know, last time we saw him, it was Thanksgiving, and he was slicing and dicing the Patriots, and they were winning a game there. And even his coach afterwards talked about how he won a primetime game. Now we're in the sweet spot. Now we're against the Jets. Give me the Vikes. Skull, baby. Three points favorite. Three point favorites at home. Chargers at Raiders. I'm riding the hot hand. How about those Raiders? 
How about the Las Vegas Raiders? Two straight wins, two straight wins on the road. The Raiders are rolling here. I'm a big fan of Justin Herbert and the Chargers. I thought last week was huge for Brandon Staley, but I think the Raiders have found a little bit of something here. Maybe Derek Carr's tears after that game a couple of weeks ago really did mean something against the Indianapolis Colts. I have no idea. Nonetheless, the Raiders are a slight favorite at home. It's a rivalry game. It could go either way, but I'm going to roll with the hot hand. Give me the Raiders back at home after two straight overtime road victories. Give me Las Vegas. And that is your week 13 edition of Knox Locks. So it's done. Bounce back. 3-0. Going to be above 500. Let me tell you what, though. If you don't trust my picks... There's a trio and a show you should trust here at Fox Sports Radio. It's the Countdown to Kickoff. And football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It's every Saturday and Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff. Saturday mornings at 9 Eastern time. Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. That's tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, as we take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app, presented by BetMGM. All right, you can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so coming up next, there has been some criticism of two players in the NFL, but they're actually the same player. I've got proof it's yours next here on Fox Sports Radio. You're an idiot, Sam. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) My Mike Lingard is hot. (laughs) What? By the way, that's a joke probably like, Six or seven people will get, what? but it's very well done. Uh, all right, so we are going what? to have uh, coming up in, we'll call it a little over, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now. We are going to have ourselves a situation in the NFL in which there are teams that are sitting pretty. I mean, they are sitting pretty. These are teams that are basically playing with house money. Whatever happens the rest of the season doesn't really matter. And there are three teams, three teams that it involves. We'll get into that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery biggreenegg.com so the update at the big 12 championship game between kansas state and tcu tcu's getting the ball back under five minutes to go but they are trailing 28 to 20 so right now the wildcats have an eight point lead and tcu's looking to and there's a lot i've already seen it there's people that are already throwing it out there tcu no matter what happens they're in I'm a little bit skeptical. I probably agree with you, but as I said a few minutes ago, it'd be kind of awesome if all of a sudden Ohio State and Alabama found themselves back into the college football playoff and we get ourselves an all-blue-blood, top-of-the-food-chain college football playoff. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, that would be fantastic. It'd be great football and fun theater, but we will see how this plays out the Big 12 championship game, and we'll keep you up to speed on all of that throughout the course of the show. Let me just say this. There's been a criticism of a quarterback in the NFL. And then you realize that criticism of that quarterback is actually two quarterbacks. Let me explain. So the Dolphins and the Niners are playing this weekend. 
And there's a lot of familiarity. And people are pointing to the familiarity when it comes to these schemes. Mike McDaniel was on the staff in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan for years and years. You're seeing some of the former players uh, from, from Miami that are now in San Francisco and vice versa. And you're just you're, you're seeing like all of this stuff presented to you with a lot of familiarity and a lot of similarities between the two. And then you hear the report that came out this week after Jimmy Garoppolo talked about it in which he said that, yeah, Miami was one of those teams that didn't really go anywhere, but it was one of those teams that was into the discussion that potentially I could be traded to because Jimmy Garoppolo, the Niners were looking to deal him and they were having discussions with several teams. Apparently Miami was one of them, according to Jimmy Garoppolo. It didn't work out. And I can argue best thing for both because Miami's got a an MVP contender in Tua with the way that he's played this season. They've found something there. They're fun to watch and Miami's rolling. The Niners are also rolling and Jimmy Garoppolo is a big part of the reason why. And San Francisco's in a in a much better spot with Jimmy Garoppolo right now than I even think they'd be in with Trey Lance. Because I think they'd have to go through some of the young quarterback mistakes, maybe some sort of the inconsistencies, the struggles, and they would be looking long-term as opposed to present, where right now San Francisco's a legitimate Super Bowl contender, and Miami's really interesting in the AFC. Here's what's so funny about this, though. Jimmy Garoppolo and Tua are the same guy. They're the same quarterback. You can say, well, now what are you talking about? Tua's left-handed, and he's from Hawaii, and Jimmy Garoppolo uh, hangs out with porn stars, and he's from, you know, he was in New England, and he's got this, and he's a... No, 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 no. Think about the criticism you hear, right? And I'm just going to give you some basic criticisms, and I want you to tell me, as you think to yourself, which one of these quarterbacks I'm talking about. All right, so let me go ahead and give you some basic criticisms. Product of the system. Right, there's one product of the system benefits from everybody around him and coaching. Okay. Injury prone, a little bit overrated. If not for the stuff around him, despite his record, if not for the stuff around him, his record wouldn't be what it is. A guy who can get you to a certain point, but not quite sure he's going to win you that big game, doesn't have the arm talent like some of the elite quarterbacks in the league do. Right now, now, who am I talking about? If you said Jimmy Garoppolo, you are correct. So congratulations, you are correct. By the way, if you said Tua Tagovailoa, you also are correct. Congratulations, you are correct. Bro, they're the same guy. It's the same quarterback. Like, that's why when, when I'm seeing this stuff this week where, like, Raheem, Mo, Raheem Mostert's, you know, doing an interview with Tyler Dunn, and he's talking about how, well, you know, this time, you know, I'm, I'm with a quarterback that can really sling it. I'm with a quarterback that can do this and that. And then you've got people from the Niners that are like, oh, he took a dig at Jimmy Garoppolo. And he took it. And it got me to thinking, like, you could be talking about either guy. When you criticize any either of these quarterbacks. And I'm, I'm on record. I love Tua and I love Jimmy Garoppolo. Like what's so funny to me about the Tua and Jimmy Garoppolo criticism 
is how everybody says, well, uh, if not for the things around them, if not for the, their, their surrounding pieces, they wouldn't be doing nearly what they're doing. Okay. That's like me saying, I can't get to certain places unless it was for my car. If not for my car, you wouldn't get your ass to work or, or get your ass to your doctor's appointment or get your ass to the store. I mean, if not for your car, you'd be a shell of yourself. Cool. <laughs> what does that even mean? I got somewhere to go. I get in my car and I go. The Niners and the Dolphins want to win games. They've got two and Jimmy G is their quarterback. Like what if like the idea you're going to knock either one of these guys because of what's around them. Now, the injury stuff, all of that's fair. Tua was banged up in college, and a lot of people think it was just the hip issue, that really bad injury he had that ended his career. He had a couple of ankle surgeries, some procedures there he had to deal with. He obviously had the concussion issues earlier this season. Jimmy Garoppolo's dealt with injuries. He was injured in New England. Then he got to the 49ers and he tore up his knee trying to make a play late in the game. And everybody was criticizing, well, in that spot, why don't you just go out of bounds? Why did you turn it back in bounds? Like, dude, the guy's trying to make a play late in the game. He turns back in bounds to try and pick up some yardage in a blowout game at Kansas City and rips his knee up and still got criticized for it. Like there are certain people, no matter what they do, they're just going to get criticized. And there's going to be haters. And Tua and Jimmy G are two of those guys. No matter what they do, there are going to be somebody out there who's got something to say. Like, it's amazing. Garoppolo can't do it. Like People look at Garoppolo and, and point back to the fact that he didn't complete that long throw in the Super Bowl. Had he completed that pass, the Niners would have won. But that's another example of why you can't win big games with Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, Let's go ahead and forget about the fact that he outplayed Patrick Mahomes for three and a half quarters. We'll forget all that. Never mind. That doesn't count. None of that counts. No, 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 of that counts. Doesn't count. Only that one throw. Like, he, he big game after big game after big game. Whenever he's healthy, here's what I know. Whenever he's healthy, they win a bunch of games. And when he's not in, they don't win very much. And you can look at the records with or without Jimmy Garoppolo. Those are facts. And here's what I know. When two is in with this offense and with Mike McDaniel, he's a much different quarterback than he was with Brian Flores. That's what I know. Like two is a legitimate MVP candidate. Legitimate. Look at the odds. He's like third or fourth from the top. Legitimate MVP candidate. But the criticism you hear of either guy, you could intertwine and it'd be the exact same. They are the same guy. They get the same heat. They've been dealing with it. And that's going to be a fun game coming up 4.05 Eastern time on Fox. Dolphins at the Niners. That'll be a fun one to watch. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so we're going to get into a situation in the NFL involving three teams. Three teams who no matter what happens the rest of the season, they are sitting pretty. I'll explain who they are, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, it's Nick Cope. 
Thank you, Jonas. We have got a wild one here at the Big 12 Championship game. Max Duggan just with a huge run down the left sideline to get TCU into the red zone. They're trailing by eight with two and a half minutes to play in the fourth quarter. They got all their timeouts. TCU actually had a chance to take the lead in this game early in the fourth quarter, but Duggan threw an interception in the end zone on the ensuing drive for Kansas State. This happened. Here's the handoff to Deuce, and he angles to the left and has an opening. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 25 to the 20. He is at the 10. He will house it. Touchdown. Touchdown, Kansas State. The deuce is loose in the title game. Wildcats score with 11.27 to go in the game. Wyatt Thompson from Learfield and Max Duggan has just gotten himself into the end zone from about 10 yards out. So now TCU needs to convert a two-point conversion to tie here and try and help send this thing into overtime. If they don't get it, again, they still have their timeouts, could stop Kansas State on defense and get the ball back. But 151 to go, two-point conversion coming up. By the way, do you see uh, him after he scored that touchdown? Oh, he's exhausted. <laughs> he's pretty much run the whole way down the field he because has. his receivers have dropped passes or are committing offensive pass interference so he's had to pick up pretty much all these yards by himself he literally scored and was crouched down just trying to catch his breath like he looks like all of us trying to play pickup basketball for the first time in four years he looks like, like me if i tried to run five yards in a football game oh hey <laughs> tell me about it pal I, I would i would either blow my knee out or i would have some sort of cardio two-point conversion wow. is good wide open receiver duggan double down again it's Jeez. a tie ball game as he his teammates are rallying around him <laughs> and he's saying guys give me some space give me some. i think he's injured I, there's something wrong yeah, with him something, he's taken some hits he has run for hard yards so here it is 28 28 kansas state has been very effective offensively so they got a buck 51 in all of their timeouts so we will monitor this but tcu jonas as they have done all season long uh a theatrical finish here as they have mounted another comeback. They were down 11 earlier in the fourth quarter. Awesome game. Wild stuff. The MAC championship is a final. Toledo wins it for the first time in five years over Ohio, 17-7. to You got the SEC title game coming up at the top of the hour and the Sun Belt championship coming up as well. Grayson McCall will start for Coastal Carolina early in the week. Was not thought he would be able to go, but McCall will play as they take on Troy. At the World Cup, the U.S. is out in the round of 16, falling 3-1 to to the Netherlands. U.S. star Christian Pulisic is excited about the future of the team. It excites me for sure. It hurts a lot right now. Um, you know, we thought that we could have, you know, advanced and done a lot more uh, this time around. But, you know, I love these guys, and uh, it's a really special group that we have. The Netherlands will now take on the winner of Argentina and Australia in the quarterfinal. That match currently 2-1 to one in favor of Argentina. It was 2-0 moments ago, Australia getting a goal back. That one currently in the 78th minute on Fox. In the NFL, the Rams put quarterback Matthew Stafford on injured reserve in all likelihood ending his season. Denver receiver K.J. Hamler also placed on IR. He had a setback with his injured hamstring. Titans running back Hassan Haskins has been downgraded to out for Sunday's game. For Monday night's game, the Saints have ruled out tight end Jawan Johnson. Finally, in baseball, reports say the Orioles have reached agreement on a one-year deal with former Philly starting pitcher Kyle Gibson. Now let's go back to Jonas Knox in the Tyrac.com studios. Thanks, Nick. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up, we'll get into uh, the scraps here in about 10 minutes from now. This is uh, things that we have not had a chance to get to. We try to pay prop proper respect to 
for many things in the world of sports and beyond. Uh, by the time this show concludes, we'll have that for you here again about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so let me just go ahead and say this. There are three teams in the NFL who are sitting pretty, playing with house money, right? There's nothing better than playing with house money. Like, you know, finding something that you didn't realize you had and like, oh my God, look at that. Like there's one of the great feelings in the world is when you put on an old pair of sweats or like an old pair of pants and there's like two or three bucks in the front pocket. It's like, oh man, like I I don't care who you are. You could be Jeff Bezos. You're so rich, you can afford a crank shuttle. Send it up into space. I mean, let, that's what it looks like, if we're going to be honest about things here. That's what it looks like. You know, you could be one of these owners who pays like five, six billion dollars, like the Walmart owners who now own the Broncos and are trying to figure out what the hell to do with their head coach and quarterback. Like, you could, I don't care how much money you got. You put on an old pair of pants and you reach in the front pocket and there's like two, three bucks in it. Oh, man, what a feeling. It's house money. You didn't even know you had it. So like, it's like, yo, it's, it's a freebie. There are three teams in the NFL this applies to. Those teams are the Bears, the Lions, and the Seahawks. Whatever happens this season, doesn't matter. Like, doesn't matter. I mean, the Bears and the Lions aren't going anywhere. Bears aren't making the playoffs. They're just trying to beat the Packers for once. That's what they're focused on. And Justin Fields is going to be playing. But the Bears had a goal going into the season. And it wasn't to win games. They wanted to see whether or not they had a franchise quarterback. Do we have a guy or somebody that we believe we could groom into a franchise quarterback? That was the goal. They were very clear and very transparent about what they were trying to get done. They were shedding salary. It's why they traded Khalil Mack. It's why they got rid of Roquan Smith. It's why they got rid of Robert Quinn. They were shedding salary and they were tearing it down to the studs. Except for the quarterback. They wanted to see whether or not they had somebody that they could build around. And they've gotten their answer. And it's yes. And they're excited about Justin Fields, and they should be. Still got a ways to go when it comes to passing and and the passing game and all that stuff. But as far as leadership, skill level, athleticism, arm talent, he's all there. Justin Fields the guy. So no matter what happens this season, the Bears have got to feel good about it. On top of the fact that they're now projected to pick second in the draft. So you can either trade out of that pick or you can add on and, and, and draft one of these defensive studs, whether it's Carter out of Georgia, whether it's you know Anderson out of Alabama. Who knows if there's an offensive lineman you could trade back and still get at that point. The Bears are sitting pretty. They're playing with house money. The Lions are the same. You're just looking for progress. When they brought in Dan Campbell, it wasn't just Dan Campbell. They brought in all of these people from back in the day who were there when the Lions were successful. Chris Spielman, all of these guys, these former players as assistant coaches, all of them. And it was to change the culture. And I would argue they've done it. And they've drafted well, and they've got talent. And they're interesting to watch. Oh, and by the way, they own the Rams pick. And I don't know if you've seen this, but Matt Stafford has now basically been shut down for the season, and the Rams are a diaper fire. So that all of a sudden looks like it's going to be a top four or five pick in the draft. The Lions are good. The Lions are sitting there going, we're going to have like two of the top, like what, 12, 13 picks in the draft? 
after a season of progress, Lions are feeling great. The other team is Seattle. Now, Seattle's still got a chance to make the playoffs. Last week's loss to the Raiders, I think, was a killer. I think that really damaged their chances. But Seattle's got a chance to actually make some real noise this season and go to the playoffs. But either way, it's all good. Because there were two battles that the Seahawks were trying to overcome this year. It was, can we win games? And can we win more games than Denver? And they've done that. Can we prove to Russell Wilson You weren't what was keeping us together. We're going to go ahead and we're going to trust in Pete Carroll and we're going to turn it over to Geno Smith. And guess what? They've done it. Oh, and by the way, they also have Denver's pick, which is sitting at number three right now for those of you counting at home. So you look at these three teams and you go Bears, Lions, Seahawks. If you're a fan of either of these teams... You can get frustrated in the moment all you want if they lose games or they get blown out or whatever you want. But you're playing with house money. Whatever happens this season is a freebie because you've already got money in the bank, cash in the bank based on everything around you, trade scenarios, players you've identified as keepers, and you go into next year's draft and all three of these teams right now are sitting with picks in the top four. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, it's coming up next. We are probably going to have the conclusion conclusion of the big 12 championship game depending on what happens here the fourth quarter is winding down we're under 40 seconds left tcu's got the ball deep in their own territory but we'll keep you up to speed on that plus the scraps things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to stick around it's yours next here on fox sports radio jonas knox fox sports radio coming up top of next hour a little over 10 minutes from now from the tire studios It's going to be Steve Hartman and Mark Willard. You bet your ass. A little Bay Area versus SoCal battle. And they'll keep you uh, up to speed on what's going on in the Big 12 championship game. Where Right now, they have gone into overtime. TCU's gotten the ball first. They are tied 28 apiece. TCU trying to mount a comeback here to win the Big 12 championship and guarantee themselves a spot in the college football playoff. And uh, they were trailing much of this game, trailing in the fourth quarter. And Max Duggan has absolutely willed this team to to this point in the game. They are now tied. And we are watching TCU, who just picked up a big gain on first down. So now they've got the ball at about the 10-yard line on a first and 10, or first and goal, rather, in overtime trying to get the first score of this and, and win themselves a Big 12 championship game. So this has uh, been a fun game to watch. So those guys will keep you up to speed on that again here from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, if you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. After we go off the air, it'll be posted up. I will also tweet that as soon as it is ready. Uh, and right now it is time for a little something we do on the show. We put a bow on this bad boy. It's this. Jonas, you moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the man with the best pipes in all of radio, the one and only Danny G. DG, what'd we miss? Jonas, off the air, you were talking about how you can't wait to put your son to work. Yes. <laughs> how about Patrick Mahomes and his wife? They had their second, a baby boy. 
The Mahomes said that seven pound, eight ounce Patrick Bronze Levon Mahomes third was born this past Monday. Now, Bronze was the idea of Patrick's TikTok dancing brother, oh, you know, because he's the third Bronze. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah. by the way, what's going on with Jackson Mahomes? How's his uh, TikTok career going? Is he still TikToking? I, I feel like he hasn't really been been doing it that much. Like I, I know him and Juju Smith-Schuster were like the most notorious in the NFL world for being TikTok guys, but I feel like the TikToks have kind of slowed down for both those guys, and they're both in the same place now. No, it is. It is. It is. What I mean, it is. thank you, Coach Andy Reid, joining us here. So, who knew Andy Reid was going to make an appearance here in the scraps? Uh, so, I'm just, I'm just curious, <laughs> no, whatever happened. By the way, as a Raider fan, how does Jackson Mahomes sit with you, Danny G? Eh, I don't pay any attention to the brothers <laughs> of quarterbacks of other teams, to be honest. He's pretty obnoxious. And, Ma- and Patrick Mahomes is a likable dude. He is. Whether you hate the team he's on, whether you hate the Chiefs or not, he is likable, unfortunately. And by the way, first, if anybody's got a reason to be arrogant and unlikable, it's Patrick Mahomes, who might be the most talented quarterback we've yeah. ever seen hard in the, to, of the league. Hard to hate a dude who sounds like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Louis Armstrong after games specifically. But yeah, Kermit the Frog uh, about, you know, 21 hours out of the day on game day. But uh, what else we got? All right. Another guy who gets a lot of crap, Anthony Davis, you know, street clothes and all the nicknames everybody's given him. Yeah. The last eight games, though, 37 and 18, 38, 16, 30, 18, 37, 21, 25, 15, and then 44 and 10 and three blocks last night. Dude has been shooting almost 70% in these games. Where did this come from? Look, he it's always been there. You know this. It's always been there. Like, the, But this is the frustration. This is who they traded for. This is who they gave up young players and all those draft picks for. It was for Anthony Davis. This has always been there. The problem is... Every time you watch him, and and I, this is not to be negative, but tell me if I'm crazy. Whenever he goes to the floor, aren't you kind of cringing a little bit? Like, oh, God, is he going to get up? Oh, yeah. Like, he went to go help LeBron up a couple games ago, and he slid, and it looked like he got injured again. Like, it just, you're just almost waiting for something bad to happen with him, but he's an incredible talent. Dude's unbelievable. And uh, I don't know, maybe he'll keep this rolling. They, by the way, they've, they're much better. They've improved over the last 10 games or so. What are they, 8-2? and two? Like, uh, you know, the Lakers have looked a little bit better recently. Probably won't last, though. How dare you? Son of a bitch.